Good day, ladies and gentlemen of the world, and welcome to the Global Advocate Power Radio, also known as the Gap Radio, where we discuss pressing issues, powerful advocacies, and inspiring stories of today with different people from different backgrounds around the globe. Our aim is to create a strong partnership between allies to support and empower each other's fights. In this series, we will be talking about what it means to be a global Filipina. And here with us today is former Nike Philippines Women's Basketball Ambassador, Trina Gaitinko. Hello, Trina. Hey. Hey. <laughs> Thank you for coming on air with me. How are Thank you? Thank you so much for having me. Oh, I'm good. Thank, Thank you. you. You're good. Uh, okay, so you know what? To start off, let's talk a bit about your background. How long have you been a basketball player? I've been a basketball player for 12 years now. And I started on the street in front of my house with a basketball hoop that my dad bought at the store. <laughs> that is super cool. And did you always want to become a basketball player? Um, when I first started out playing basketball um, I was introduced to a lot of other sports at the time so when I was you know when you're young uh, you just kind of are doing whatever but as I was getting older I noticed that I was sort of drawn to basketball more compared to the other sports so I just felt like there was something deep down inside of me that was telling me like my gut feeling for example it was telling me it was pushing me to go towards basketball And right. a lot of people tried to get me to play like volleyball or uh -huh. um, back and field, but I was like, no, my heart is pulling me to basketball. Right, right. Why do you think are they pulling you to play uh, volleyball, for example? Um, volleyball one because I was tall and I was uh, fast and quick. Uh -huh. yeah. yeah, 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 and that's like the fundamental um, um, ability with volleyball right mm -hmm. yeah that's that's really interesting you know especially that you started so young and that's how I find it even more special because for someone who's only nine or ten years old you know you're already breaking the gender norms because usually like what you said with um your your ability like you're strong and then you're also tall and you're very um you're very fast as well usually you would uh, you would lean on to some feminine sport as they say like volleyball but then you really broke that the stigma that the gender stigma when it comes to sport and you chose something very interesting you know mm -hmm. I can just imagine how people are surprised with your choice I'm sure you had some of that uh, kind of like um, oh shocking uh, reactions from people around you oh definitely um, I've had people or family members tell me why did you choose basketball why not volleyball instead Why are you playing a man's sport? Why are you choosing a sport that's not feminine enough? Right. Yeah. 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 Because yeah, that age is when people uh, usually start to expect you to be the girl that society di dictates you to be, right? Mm -hmm. Like how you dress, how you act, how you talk, you know. And in your case, even what, what sport you play. So, you know, that must be really, really crazy. Um, would you share something like, uh, was there a situation that you remember that like, okay, you know, this is uh, not, um, this is just because I'm playing basketball doesn't mean that I am not this kind of person. Was there something like that? Um, I would say when I went to the Philippines, um, when 
when okay I'm, i think oh yes 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 i remember um i was trying to think of the context of the story um so when i first moved to the philippines in 2015 um a lot of my friends at the time were uh, volleyball players aside from my team of course so i was introduced to a lot of people in the volleyball community and some of the i guess supporters would come up to me they would ask me um oh you play basketball uh why not just shift to volleyball you know you may have a better future in volleyball instead of basketball because in the philippines um there's no professional league as of now and there's just so, so much more opportunities in women's volleyball but i i kept telling him like yeah it's easy to switch to volleyball if you're in it for the money if you're in it for the popularity but i what i didn't like how they were t kind of belittling my choice to play basketball because this is a sport that i have literally dedicated my blood sweat and tears to of course and, yeah and, and for someone to, oh yeah, sorry. sorry go ahead you first <laughs> And for someone to tell me just to switch to volleyball just because I can make more money and I can um, be more known, that was kind of like a bit disheartening because um, sometimes sports can be very political and not just be sports itself, you know. Yeah, unfortunately, that that's that's how it goes, you know, in every sector of wherever industry that we are in, right? And this is kind of like... Um, who we are like for example you and I we're women and um, the society somehow shapes us that um, we're only supposed to do this we're only supposed to do that and this is what's just really difficult when choosing our career like what you said I love what you said you know um, you were kind of disheartened that um, people think that uh, you when you pursue volleyball that's when you become more successful but you know talking about success it's not really just about money it's not really just about fame And I'm sure you would definitely agree with that because you chose something that, um, you know, let's say the road less traveled, especially um, in the Philippines, you know, that it's kind of like that culture is not really that um, wide open as much as it is in the Western countries that we know. And um, it's just really crazy how uh, our gender affects what we should do, you know. And um, what else do you think? Um, affected you during these times? Um, another challenge that I had to go through when I was in the Philippines playing basketball was the double standard of oh. men and women playing basketball. Mm -hmm. So I'm not sure if you're aware of this, but basketball men basketball player in the Philippines are basically treated like celebrities and mm -hmm. they get yeah. paid so much to play basketball in all levels. And people treat men's basketball players like they're celebrities, basically. Like, they're basically artistas. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, when it comes to women's basketball, we don't even get half the amount of support that men do. And we that's what's very sad, right? Mm -hmm. It's very, very sad because there are so many people. So you you hear people say that the Philippines, like, they're a very, very basketball-loving country. But the sad note is that it's only for men. They only respect and notice the men basketball players. Right. Only now they're starting to recognize the women's basketball players. But 
it's still very, very little compared to the recognition that the men get. And um, I would like to ask you, how do you usually overcome these comments or these um, perceptions from people? Well, it's been a long road for me um, in terms of um, kind of accepting or um, overcoming these challenges because there were a lot of times early in my career where I was just so um, affected by what other people said. And it took me a while to actually realize, like, you know what? Like, why do I care about what these people think? Like, why am I going to let them dictate how I feel, you know? So as soon as I was able to come to that realization where I just wanted to prove to myself that I can do what I love, despite what anybody else thinks, that's when I was able to fully overcome these challenges of being a women's basketball player in the Philippines. That's amazing. That is amazing. You know, I really salute you for doing such thing because I know it, it takes a lot of bravery and courage to stand up, you know, to stand your ground basically and to fight for what you love and to fight for who you are, despite what other people say that you should be like this, you, sh you should do this because this is what the normal people do. And Oh my goodness, you are such a strong woman. And I'm sure that there's a lot of people who are so inspired by you. And currently, I'm really inspired by how you did it and how you handle it. And um, yeah, I would love to know what does, being, what does being a global Filipina mean to you? Being a global Filipina to me, um, it's a big responsibility. And before I say my side, what it means to me, I also want to talk about my mom because to me, she is the ultimate global Filipina because she started in the Philippines, um, studied, studied very, very hard, then ended up migrating to the States and worked hard so that she can get a good job to provide for her family. So honestly, she's my inspiration as a global Filipina. And I want to showcase that we have the responsibility to represent the Philippines in the, ways, the best ways we know how. And we can also showcase that we can achieve greatness in whatever we do if we put our minds to it. And if we stay true to ourselves, it's possible to achieve so many things in life if you just have a strong mindset. That, that's amazing. I, I totally love everything that you say, you said, and um, you know, you, how you, I, I'm just amazed at how you look up to your mom, because I think that's very important for everyone in the world to actually thank our mothers who are very, uh, who are very hardworking. And we know, you know, I'm a new mom and it's uh, for, I think in the future when, it, when my kid looks up to me, I think that would be like the, the nicest thing in the world. And um, it's true what you said, you know, um, we can, we can achieve a lot of greatness in the world. We, we are capable of doing great things. And um, oh my goodness, I just feel so inspired right now. <laughs> yeah. No, this is for real. This is for real. I'm really inspired. I'm a bit lost for words because I, 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 I'm just, um, I'm just a bit touched and emotional when you said that um, you're the number one global Filipino for you is your mom, and um, that's very nice. It's very sweet. I, I think that's uh, that's that's really important to hear. I love that. <laughs> 
Okay. Without her, I wouldn't have the values that I have today. Exactly. Yeah. 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 Oh, that's so sweet. That's so sweet. And um, congratulations. Your mom. <laughs> <laughs> congratulations to your mom because she's raising such a strong and beautiful lady. And that's awesome. you. Yeah, that's amazing. Okay, so um, moving on to our last question. What is your advice to um, the young aspirants? My advice to all the youngins out there is to not be afraid to break boundaries and to not be afraid to be your true self. Because if you try to be someone who you're not, you're not going to be happy in the end. You're not going to be successful. You're going to lose track of goals that you want to achieve. And for me, it's really, a re it's really, really important to stay true to yourself and to not let any outside factors dictate how you want to be as a person, how you want to treat other people. So it's very, very important to be kind. And it's also very important to be open-minded because there's a lot of negativity out there. There's a lot of people who are going to pressure you. Um, they're going to basically, um, what I'm trying to say is that there are a lot of people who will not kind of side with you. So it's very important to be understanding and to have an open mind with these kind of people. And most importantly, um, we should all have empathy towards one another. Yes, I, I totally agree with that. You know, I think those words are the most important things that we have to always remember during these times, especially because uh, we we forget to be kind to one another and we just um, try to um, resolve things with by not compromising, you know. And I think it's very important for us to always meet in the middle and somehow yes. agree. You know, that little gray area there, you know what yeah. I mean? Yeah, so... Um, thank you again, Trina, for sharing your story. For sure, a lot of our listeners have been inspired to break the gender stigma of sports, you know, to pursue whichever sport they want to, to do whatever they want to do, and of course, become global Filipinas themselves. And thank you again for putting um, mothers very highly. I really appreciate that. Thank you. So before we end the show, would you please share your social media account? Sure. Um, you guys can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Trina Gaitinko. And I just wanted to say thank you. Thank you so much for having me and for allowing me to share my story. <laughs> oh, thank you as well. I'm so happy. I'm really happy. Thank you. Thank you, Tina. <laughs> and uh, thank you to all our listeners. This is Kyra, and you're listening to Global Advocate Power Radio, a podcast initiative of Breaking Silence Movement. To know more about us and our upcoming projects, you can find us on Instagram at Breaking Silence underscore MVMT or Facebook at Breaking Silence MVMT. For more info, you can join our community on our Facebook group, Global Advocate Power. Together, we can make history by breaking silence. See you all at the next episode.